Well, hello everyone. I'm Jill Bloom, publisher of Roofing Contractor, Walls and Ceilings, and Building Enclosure. Welcome to a special Q&A. Whether you're watching on video or listening on our podcast, we're so glad you're here. I'm here with Roofing Contractor Editor Art Eisner, and we are so honored to have with us as well Dr. Jensini, who has a PhD from the University of Georgia and holds the CCM, a Certified Consulting Meteorologist rank from the American Meteorologist Society. One of only few hundred in the world, Dr. G often appears on CNN, BBC World News, Fox News, the Weather Channel to provide comments and insights on extreme weather. In addition to being Vice President of Atmospheric Data Science at PSAI, Dr. G also does research at Argonne National Laboratory and teaches weather classes at Northern Illinois University. He has also consulted in the past for insurance and uh, reinsurance companies looking to minimize the threat of hail and wind on their respective portfolios. So Dr. G, that's such an amazing uh, profile there of who you are. We're so honored to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Jill. You didn't have to run through all of that, but uh, yeah, certainly I do have a lot of experience when it comes to the severe convective storm industry. So I'm, I'm happy to be here today. Very nice. Well, Art, I'm gonna turn it over to you. Thanks, Jill, and thanks, uh, thanks again for being here. Well, uh, uh, given that background, uh, just tell us briefly, how did you get involved in the roofing industry and what is your current role? Well, you'd have to go back a long way to sort of track the story, but it, it first started out with sort of a love of weather uh, when I was a teenager. And uh, I was on a path in high school for engineering. I thought I wanted to be a mechanical engineer and build things and, you know, create solutions uh, for the world. And uh, then when I was uh, in high school, a uh, tornado actually uh, passed through and hit my high school. And that sort of sealed the deal, seeing the damage from that tornado, uh, not only the damage on the landscape, uh, the physical damage to homes and roofs, et cetera, but also the damage to mental, right? The, the, the human endeavor of how lives were changed pre and post tornado. So after that, I, I really set on a path for a career in meteorology, uh, getting my bachelor's and master's degree, and then eventually my PhD as Jill mentioned, from the University of Georgia. Um, and then it all came, uh, it really was all about solving problems, going back to the engineering uh, idea for uh, businesses, homeowners, how, how could we take weather information, uh, whether that's weather forecasts, footprints of where significant weather had occurred, hail, tornadoes, wind. A lot of my research, by the way, is very focused on severe storms. So when we say severe storms, tornadoes, hail, and wind, um, and really how to make people make better decisions with our forecasts and with our weather information. And that led me uh, eventually to uh, get hooked up with, with our weather division at Predictive Sales AI uh, to leverage and harness not only weather forecasts, but weather hazard and swath information um, to apply that to real world problems, which for roofing contractors is trying to figure out where the hail actually happened, right? Uh, and we're, we're talking about this in real time, right? We want to know what happened yesterday. We want to know what happened though five minutes ago. And so that's really where we're at in this industry, in this market is taking weather and harnessing weather information and applying it uh, to make better decisions. 
Well, weather, no doubt, has always had a big impact on the roofing industry. Uh, no bigger than last year, we saw a record season in storms, of course, uh, major hurricanes included, uh, but there were other severe storms as well. Uh, that was good news for most contractors, as long as you, they could get the materials they needed. But what were some of your takeaways from this past uh, storm season? Well, the, you hit the nail on the head. The the hurricane industry or the hurricane uh, season this year was was unprecedented. You'd have to go back to 2005. That was the year of Hurricane uh, Katrina, uh, Hurricane Rita, Wilma, et cetera, to get those types of uh, hur landfalling hurricane numbers. The hail season was actually below average, but the wind season was way above average. And that helped create a lot of opportunity across the marketplace for roofing contractors uh, when you look at 2020. And then, of course, uh, that's bleeding in here now. I mean, we'll have a discussion, I'm sure, about uh, this year's weather conditions as well, but things are already off to a pretty blazing start. But my key takeaway was last year, there was a lot of, I think, opportunity left on the table, um, especially in, in certain markets. Not all markets, you know, some markets are more saturated than others, of course, but there are certainly markets where I think a lot of opportunity was left on the table. And if you had more actionable weather information and you had a better platform, uh, to make uh, more actionable decisions. You know, I think you should have had a record year last year if you were uh, really, if you didn't have a record year, uh, you could have had a record year, let's put it that way. Well, you mentioned the high wind events. Uh, uh, last year certainly stands out. We had the derecho event uh, happening yeah. in Iowa and Illinois, your area there. Uh, can you talk about how rare that was? And in terms of the predictive analysis, uh, how important could that have been for roofing contractors to really leverage given that kind of unprecedented uh, event? Great question. The August 10th, 2020 derecho is something that happens probably maybe once every 15, once every 20 years in terms of a recurrence interval. Um, you know, 100 plus mile per hour winds across the majority of that swath in Iowa, Illinois, and then eventually decaying in northern Indiana. But then you had communities like Cedar Rapids, Iowa, where the winds approached 140 miles per hour. And we're talking about that's EF3 tornado wind strength. You know, that's a that's a cat three, cat four hurricane that's inland. And you probably remember some of those news reports coming out right after the derecho. They were talking about this idea of an inland hurricane. That's what the damage looked like across the majority of eastern Iowa and north central Illinois after that derecho came through. I would, I would say it's unprecedented, but it's not. That derecho event is actually very common, especially in that area. When I think of the derecho climatology, so where we're most likely to see those events is actually North Central Illinois, Eastern Iowa. We are the uh, derecho capital of the world here, believe it or not. And uh, those sort of events actually do happen with, with some uh, common nature to them. Now, this particular storm, I think, will be the most costly thunderstorm in United States history. When you count all the agriculture, all the damage to roofs and homes and businesses, this will be well into the $10 billion range, which will very likely again be the most costliest thunderstorm in United States history. And in that case, so contractors really had to react. And uh, because it was so damaging, a lot of the, a lot of the contractors we talked to they needed help. They needed help from their out-of-state, uh, you know, partners or other contractors to come in to uh, to help do the work since they were also, uh, you know, victimized. How does you know, what you're working on now, per, um, you know, help contractors kind of react or, sorry, prevent them from having to react? Yeah, so, uh, you know, 
your your other part of the question that I didn't answer very well was the the predictable aspect of the derecho, right? Was it something that meteorologists were playing catch up with, or was it something that we could actually anticipate with some degree of lead time? And the answer is a couple of days before that, um, in our predictive sales AI weather portal, we were showing the possibility for damaging wind across that area. And as the event grew closer, we actually had a level four out of five risk that day across central uh, Iowa and portions of Northern Illinois. So, you know, sometimes you can see these events coming out a week in advance. Sometimes it's more like three, four days in advance, but usually always you at least have a day or two lead time, a day or two uh, heads up as to the, where these events are going to occur. And this is why I think playing offense and taking control of weather information and putting weather in your corner rather than re reacting to these weather events when they happen, that's to me the, the most, I see so much opportunity there as an outsider in many ways to the roofing industry of how all contractors should be leveraging weather information, especially weather forecast information, rather than just using apps on a phone, right? Or turning on the, the weather channel. You can use artificial intelligence, machine learning, all these buzzwords that are going around these days to harness and make uh, harness weather information and make better decisions about staffing, when you're going to have an active week, when you're not going to have an active week, and maybe you focus on other projects. Um, at PSCI Weather, we're really invested in trying to make sure that people can make the best decisions possible with weather information. So what are some of the latest tools that are out there that, that you can talk about? Uh, and it sounds like already making a difference in the market. Yeah, this is all built on our predictive sales uh, AI platform, and weather is only one component of that. But essentially what we think is, is very powerful is taking not only the forecast information, but as the storms are happening in real time, and then this 10-year history of weather information that we have to basically take a damage swap, whether that's the Iowa derecho, uh, Iowa-Illinois derecho of August 10th, 2020, or yesterday's hail events across the deep south, and once we create that cookie cutter of the damage slot, we can then reach in and touch all of those homeowners that we know were impacted by the storm. And that's really where things become actionable because if we can have all that information sitting there on all those homeowners that were impacted the swap, we can be the first to market to get our, our word out about, uh, you know, we detected hell at your location. I, I think of this as the, uh, if you've ever seen the US Air Force, uh, their uh, weather commercials for insurance, I think it is. They're, they're, they're like, the, the hail is still falling on the roof and their insurance company is texting them wanting to know if they're okay. I mean, it's that sort of information that we have here at Predictive Sales AI Weather that we then marriage with the data science platform. And again, it's all, at the end of the day, it's all about making weather actionable for a contractor to be able to generate potential leads. Is there a scenario where, uh, given that you can forecast what may be coming tomorrow, that contractors could even reach out today, begin canvassing neighborhoods, letting them know, hail is coming, you might wanna you know, bundle up uh, uh, your outdoor materials, that kind of thing, and then be, be first of mind when and if damage does occur? Absolutely. Wouldn't you wanna be the first to market? Uh, you know, I mean, if you had three days lead time, what would you do? You know, would you wait to be more certain or would you get your name out there potentially? And even if it was a really low advertisement cost, right, the payoff there uh, is much greater than the cost it's going to cost, you know, for any sort of advertisement to get your name out there ahead of the storm. And of course, if the storm does materialize and hits that location, you know, you just you just paid your investment off, you know, tenfold. Um, 
so yeah, I, I think there's a lot of power uh, that can be harnessed with forecasted weather information if you use it correctly. Uh, you don't want to blindly, you know, throw money at the wall advertising on a day where things are perhaps very low probability or very low chance. So this is where we think the roofing industry and, and many contractors, really regardless of, of roofing, just trying to generate leads, can, can harness information and make better decisions. But you got to be educated. And that's exactly what you're doing by listening to this, to this podcast. Do they, do they have to worry about being wrong in that scenario? I mean, getting your name out and still being top of mind is always you know, a good thing. But if you're predicting hail in one or two days and then it doesn't happen, uh, what, what do contractors do then? Another good question. But let's say uh, forecast for tomorrow is lots of hail in the, I don't know, let's just pick a market, the Indianapolis market, for example. Okay. Uh, a day out, if you choose to make some marketing decisions based on weather and the storms happen, let's say a hundred miles away, um, yeah, you probably, that would be a really bad meteorological forecast, first of all. But if they happen 30 miles away and perhaps not in the core market that you're interested in, you might draw new business uh, from a market that you hadn't thought about before. And in the case of the Iowa derecho, you had people on the phone calling contractors from out of state to come and help. Um, so I think, you know, depending on the magnitude of the storm, depending on the uncertainty in the forecast, this is where becoming educated about weather information and really leveraging the PSCI weather platform or other weather platforms, for example, uh, could is, is really, I think, you know, going to revolutionize the industry. So can you tell, tell us technically how it works? Is this something, you know, uh, you have an app for? Thoughts, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we have a platform. The platform is Predictive Sales AI. Weather is built on top of that. Uh, we'd be happy for anybody interested to, to sort of demonstrate uh, that tool and, and show you what it looks like. But essentially, we have 10 years of weather information where you can go back in history and see where we, uh, where we detected hailfall, where we detected damaging wind. Uh, once you decide on a day or you decide on a, on a particular location, you can display the swaths on very what would be just like looking at them on Google Maps or Google Earth. Uh, you can count the number of homes that were impacted inside of those. So you imagine, right, there's this swath that happens with hail and it creates a cookie cutter, right? And that cookie cutter, you can go in and basically stamp it out in Google Earth, figure out all the homes that were inside of that. What's powerful on our end is that we can then attach that to our artificial intelligence machine learning engine that reaches in and actually knows a lot of information about the homeowner. Right? What's the homeowner's age? What's their median income? How likely are they to spend money on a weekend? Do they go to the movies? Do they subscribe to Sports Illustrated? Right? I mean, it almost would scare you how much information we have on the majority of homeowners uh, across the United States. And that's really where we can then match. Uh, we call it a predictive sales match index, but essentially where we can create uh, right off the cuff, right as soon as that storm is happening, we can pretty much tell you what the quality is of the lead that you're about to market to. Hmm. And after the storm hits as well, is, is, there any, uh, is there any assessment or value to that tool for the contractor? Yeah, that's probably actually where a majority of, of roofing contractors are interested in. So we send out basically a, a daily email alert that looks at yesterday. So at five o'clock in the morning, every morning, I get an email in my inbox that says, this is where hail fell yesterday. These were the top five markets. 
Um, this is how many homes were impacted. And you can literally click open that email for free. All you got to do is go to Extreme Weather Insights and get our uh, free emails. But you can look right on the map and see, oh, wow, you know, yesterday was a pretty bad day. I need to think about marketing to a particular area. Um, that's probably where it's used, used the most. We have our past weather engine feature that people really like to go back in history and say, how many times was this property hit by hail, right? That can actually make a determination for um, insurance claims. Um, and then one thing that we're building out as we go forward is this predictive portrait inside of PSEI weather, which is really going to show you the next four to five days of weather and what to expect in your market. So it's, you know, in this time of the year, many places up north, there's not storms yet, right? And it's very, very quiet. And so it's nice to know when things are going to be quiet, just like it's nice to know when the, there's potential for hail in your market uh, as well. And I, when I say hail, I'm talking about all kinds of severe weather. It's just that typically in the roofing industry, we're so focused in right on damaging hail. But uh, as we saw last year, wind, uh, the opportunity with wind is significantly underestimated in the United States every year. So I'm glad you mentioned the insurance industry. Uh, how do they feel about uh, the tools you guys are putting in play? And uh, is that an opportunity perhaps also to bridge the two industries, which we know uh, uh, you know, are, are diverging? <laughs> They're diverging. And I was on the other side of the fence for a long time. I am very knowledgeable about the insurance in industry and how they leverage weather information to, weather, to understand whether or not a co roofing contractor is making a false claim. And uh, believe it or not, there's about a billion dollars a year that, are, that will, I look at on paper and go, those are all false claims, right? Those could be easily removed in, in a courtroom setting if you had a certified consulting meteorologist to prove that uh, that claim was from five years ago. That claim was not from the date of loss that you said, uh, or no hail happened at that location, right? That is mm -hmm. scientifically, physically impossible for that to happen. Um, so they are diverging, and I think they're looking for experts in the weather and climate space, including tools like predictive sales AI. It, it's not just for the contractor, by the way. I mean, I look at this tool and go, wow, uh, as a scientist, like, I, I kind of interested, right, to see how many people were impacted yesterday, and I have no skin in the game whatsoever. Um, I just like to know, like, what's the damage footprint every year? Because as a climatologist, meteorologist, I want to, I want to know, I want to accumulate that loss through time and understand how these storms are impacting society. So, I think the insurance, you know, the insurance industry is going in a different direction, but they also understand the importance of accurate, timely weather information, and platforms like Predictive Sales AI Weather to understand what they're showing right? What potentially is being shown to the contractors and where there's going to be slam dunks, right? Where the insurance companies are going to go, nope, we're not going to send an adjuster there because we know there's loss. Nope, we're not going to send an adjuster there because there's no hail and we can prove that. Where you get in the interesting areas are on the fringes of some of these hailstorms where sometimes, you know, uh, there's some uncertainty in the hail swath from both tools and you do need to send an adjuster out to make that decision. Um, so, I say all that to say that weather information is becoming uh, the, you know, good weather information because not all weather information is good. And we talked about this in the pre-interview. Uh, weather information is becoming gold. It's weight in gold. And if you can use it properly, um, it can be very, very powerful tool in any industry, but especially exterior, anybody that has 
anything to do with exterior finishing, siding, windows, right, roofing, uh, any any exposure to the elements uh, is really where you can harness uh, weather information. So let's take uh, let's take a peek ahead if we can to this storm season. Contractors are going to start ramping up. Uh, some are already worried about inventory given what happened last year. Uh, what, uh, what can you say about uh, the patterns, how much they've changed in just uh, the last couple of years, and what should we see this year? Well, we've got a couple things going on. Number one, we have a strong La Nina. Uh, La Nina is a phenomena that essentially tracks the water temperatures in the Pacific Ocean near the equator right off the coast of Peru and Ecuador in South America. And we really look to that area to see what the water temperatures are. And if they're warm, we say El Nino. If they're cold, we say La Nina. This year, they're, they're very La Nina. And what that does essentially is configure, you sort of think of it as arranging the weather patterns, arranging the jet streams across the Northern Hemisphere to favor severe weather activity, including tornado wind and hail. Uh, we can't say too much yet about the hurricane season, but for tornado wind and hail, La Niñas are usually above average when you aggregate everything across the continental United States, whereas El Niños are typically below average. And this year we actually have a strong La Niña, but it's also playing out in the background of climate change. And that's something that a lot of people think of and they go, well, climate change, how is that going to influence hails, hailstones? Well, if you have warmer temperatures, they're more, they have a higher propensity to melt, right, on the way down when they fall towards the roof. Climate change, though, could also cause more explosive thunderstorm updrafts, which would create larger hail. So there's a lot of research still going on with how climate change might impact uh, severe storms, including hail and tornadoes. But one thing that we do know this year for 2021 is that we're already off here to a pretty booming start with severe weather. We had a pretty big severe weather outbreak yesterday across Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee. And today we have another significant hail risk across the Carolinas and Georgia. Um, we're gonna have a little bit of a break, but I can guarantee you looking ahead in the tea leaves, we're gonna come right back with severe weather season in full force in the next couple of weeks. And really across the majority of the country, the season peaks in May and June. So uh, the, the worst is still ahead of us. So what's your advice to contractors uh, getting prepared now or maybe a little bit behind? Well, if you're behind, uh, well, first of all, sign up for predictive sales AI weather. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I mean, if you want to leverage weather information, uh, that's that's one place to go. Start by just getting our free emails. I mean, that's that's the kind of a no-brainer. Just get our free swaths, just so that you can see where hell happened yesterday. Um, but you know, think about ways to think about first of all how much weather creates opportunity for your business. If you are a contractor that does rely significantly on the external elements, whether that's storm opportunity, or I'm actually even interested in looking at leveraging weather information for folks in like the HVAC industry. And you're like, what HVAC? Well, what if it's gonna be really, really hot outside, right? That's an opportunity where people are gonna be making calls to come and ask you to service their air conditioner. I mean, it's really, it sort of sometimes the bridge to how it influences you is not clear, but uh, I promise you there's probably a way. And weather influences so much of what we do, everything from stepping outside of the house to what the first thing you see is when you walk into a Walmart, right? Believe it or not, Walmart hires a team of meteorologists to figure out what to put it right in front, right? When you walk in, right? Seasonal uh, and, and depending on weather. So 
it's all really about making weather actionable and trying to think about a how much weather impacts your business, but b are you leveraging weather information in any way to help you make better decisions? Um, and that's why I think when I, I met with the with the team here at Predictive Sales AI Spectrum is that you know we really put our heads together to say how can we bring weather information to a broader audience, educate them about weather information, simple things like what is La Nina that we just talked about, but more complex things of what's the density of hail and why does that matter, right? Is it slushy hail or is it really hard, you know, high density hail? Teaching contractors about those kind of silly things that sometimes we overlook, I think can, uh, can just, you know, make your business, especially when you're leveraging weather information, more efficient. And we're all, you know, I'm all about efficiency. I like to automate things. Uh, I'm a little scared about self-driving cars, but I like to automate things. And when we can automate things using artificial intelligence, you know, we say, we say the buzzword for artificial intelligence is self-driving cars, but it's so much more than that. It's data science, it's leveraging statistics and these huge data sets that are being formatted on social media and leveraging that information to make better decisions and ultimately make your business more efficient. Right. Well, and I did want to ask about product categories, too, because I think that does uh, flow in a bit to what you just said. Uh, you know, we do our annual state of the industry survey where uh, we ask roofing contractors from around the country to uh, give us their opinions about uh, and predict their own sales uh, and their own use of different products. So uh, this past year, while traditional single ply and our, our shingle roof systems are still dominating the market, you know, we've seen significant market share intrusion from solar coatings and metal, especially too, even in, in the residential sector. Um, I, I know you're not a professor of economics, but uh, how, does how does weather really fit into decisions that the contractor should be making about the products that they're gonna offer? That's a fascinating question. And it really does depend on your region, what kind of hazards you experience, right? If, you, if you're me and let's say I have a, you know, I don't know, 3000 square foot home with a nice big roof in central Oklahoma, I'm not putting solar panels on that thing, right? Unless I have some sort of mitigation technique. I, there are certain areas of the country when you look at not only wind climatology, I mean, some of this is building code, right? But it, along the coast with say hurricanes, well, let's say other locations like central Oklahoma, the Midwest, right, uh, the uh, Northern Plains, where if you understand the hazard climatology, putting a better shingle on or a more resilient product actually makes a lot of sense from an investment standpoint. And if you can show that information in a simple way to the homeowner or give them options to finance that, they're actually more likely, uh, this is, again, I'm kind of saying from my opinion here, I am about to get a new roof and I'm of the state of, I'm gonna go with a much better shingle, right? Given what I know about the severe weather climatology across Northern Illinois, I'm, I'm okay investing some more money to, to have that product stand up better against weather elements. And I think the most important thing though, is you have to educate that individual contractor about those hazards, about those products and the weather hazards that they're potentially uh, if they can communicate those weather hazards and the climatology associated to the homeowner, the homeowner is going to say, wow, now I have a lot of information in front of me. I'm going to go perhaps do some more research, or I'm actually going to seriously consider going with this product X or product Y, because you provided with me some information versus just slapping down a sheet in front of me and saying, pick what you want. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 you look at it and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm at a menu. I'm at a, a Grand China buffet and I don't know what I want to pick, right? 
um, you got to you got to prepare the homeowner with that information. And it starts by with education. Does your program also break break that down at all uh, in terms of you know looking at a, a hell event, an effective community in an affected community? Uh, but noticing that these are shingle roofs or no, that was a metal roof, different kind of damage. How, how yeah. does it look at that? So the predictive sales AI platform, we basically have a portfolio of every single home in the United States. So we can look at it again. This is easily from satellite imagery and basically say that's an asphalt shingle roof, right? That's metal. That's a solar panel. Uh, we know all the information, all of what we call the metadata. Metadata is data about the data. So we have data about the home. Um, and we can say that, you know, maybe you don't want to market to this because it's metal roof area, or you don't want to do this building because it's commercial, or you don't want to do this, this uh, complex over here because those are all renters. That's an apartment complex. So all that information is included in predictive sales AI, uh, the machine learning data, uh, artificial intelligence platform. Wow, that's a lot of power for a contract. Yes. Now, that's why we, we, we talk about making better decisions, right? And if you know all that information, uh, of course, you need to know that there's a storm there and that's where the weather comes in. But if you have all of that extra data, the metadata about your potential, it's basically going up to a door, knocking on the door. But before you knock on the door, before you press the ring doorbell, you know, you have a list of 50 attributes about the homeowner before you even meet them. I mean, I, I think that's, you know, I think that's a game changer in the industry. For sure. Dr. G, thank you very much. Joe, back to you. Well, since you said you wanted to serve different types of, of contractors, I want to believe that all the plumbers in Texas would have wished that they would have known <laughs> exactly what was going to happen last month. Yeah, Jill, this is where we talk about that bridge to not knowing how weather influences your market. I go back to a couple months ago in the deep freeze across Texas, right? If you were paying attention to those forecasts and could, could, could harness, that was actually, I don't want to say this, and I want to be like, oh my God, you knew this. We knew about a month in advance that that event was very likely to happen, that there was going to be a huge cold surge down into Texas. Just knowing that information, whether you're an energy producer, you can imagine what ERCOT had done with that information. Yeah, so like screaming and jumping up and down and yeah, saying, Yeah, and their staff meteorologist is like, Hey, I'm over here in the corner. Like, come on, <laughs> man. Like, you got to make it actionable, though. And yeah. whether it's flooding, right? Let's say you do base, basement restoration, that's like your gig. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you want to know where the possibility is two, three, four, seven days from now for heavy rain, right? Uh, or you want to take a look at a map and understand this house has a basement? Uh, yeah, I, that kind of information, if you're not leveraging that, you're, uh, you're missing out. Uh, you really are missing out. You can make, you can make yourself a much more efficient, uh, better business by harnessing not only the weather information, but all of the metadata about those homeowners uh, that can ultimately just again, make you more efficient. Well, I think that this is a great uh, segue to ask either Chris or Dave, can you guys take just a, just a brief minute and share your screen and show me so we can show the contractors exactly how it works. So for example, let's say like what you were saying, Dr. G, all the tornadoes and just the extreme weather that just took place in I the last day or two. My, if you want to look at the derecho, I can show you that uh, just okay. as an example. You guys want to do that? Would that be okay? Or Chris, you want? I can certainly show it, Chris. It's up to you. Sure, I was gonna. Uh, yeah, uh, Jill, you just need to uh, allow the screen sharing option, I believe. But uh, yeah, go ahead, Dr. Gentini. But uh, oh, yeah, uh, we on. could do that. Uh, also, uh, I was had Tuscaloosa who got hit yesterday as well with wind and hail, and so uh, sure. maybe maybe show the derecho, and then we can. Uh, sure. We can we can move in. Okay, it looks like I'm the host now. So. 
I'm going to go ahead and share this screen and then you're going to see yourself for just a second until I drag over our platform. Okay. All right, there we go. So I'm going to show you, this is our sort of landing page after you sign in and you have access to the Predictive Sales AI weather platform. Um, but what you can essentially do here is like I mentioned, sort by date. And so I'm just going to go to the date range and I'm going to go plug in um, August 10th, 2020, which is again, the uh, derecho across Iowa and Illinois last year. Um, again, $10 billion event. And uh, so then we can hit the query and basically go to the, the date of the storm loss. And so um, I think it's slow here because I'm sharing my screen. There we go. Uh, so I'm gonna back out and just kind of show you the national level view. This would be like a national level footprint of weather, okay? And uh, the wind is in orange and the hail is in purple. And so these are essentially, again, think of this as a, a swap, right? Storm comes through, storm does damage, storm, storm, then we approximate this, this swap from the storm. And again, what, what is so powerful about the predictive sales AI platform is that we can zoom in, we can hover over these individual contours here and say, wow, there's 59 homes that got hit by golf balls yesterday, inch and three quarter, right? We can uh, lay wind on top of that. We can do different thresholding here. So maybe we're only interested in one inch hail and 40, 50 mile per hour wind, and we only want to market in those areas. This is where the platform becomes, I think, the most powerful. So here's all the wind from the derecho there. Look at that Cedar Rapids, right? Some really impressive wind over Cedar Rapids there. Oh, wow. Let's, let's say you're really interested in this area for whatever reason near Rockford, Illinois, because it has 65 mile per hour wind and inch and a half hail. So what you can do is leave your layers on here and go up and choose what's called select audience and calculate. And then essentially you basically go in at the neighborhood level and let's say, Ooh, I really like that subdivision there because those are all, you know, $400,000 homes or something like that, or whatever it is. I don't care. Maybe it's asphalt roofs. I'm not sure but you just draw your polygon. So let's say, ooh, I like the property around the golf course there, right? So whatever shape you want, um, double click when you're done. I'm gonna have to move my little zoom window out of the way here. And then up in the upper right, you can say done drawing. And what the artificial intelligence machine learning engine is doing now is taking that shape that you just drew, creating a cookie cutter out of it, and then stamping Google Earth and stamping the, the AI artificial intelligence engine and extracting out all of that information about the homeowner. And then what it's gonna provide you here is essentially a campaign that you can launch on social search. So Facebook, uh, Google search, right? Where you're gonna be the first hit of whether it's home restoration or roofing restoration, or maybe you just wanna put a, bill a digital billboard up on Facebook. Um, it's gonna cost you the $209 for this huge polygon that I just drew, you're gonna have 4,181 homes that you're targeting to, and then you can decide how long you want the campaign to last on Facebook. And so you can just hit the start campaign there, design yep. it, and uh, and so on. So essentially, Jill, what, what it is, is you know we, we do this for retail just as much as restoration. We, we think of uh, the weather as just another catalyst to be able to, to use the AI machine learning engine. And, and, and really appended to that are, are four main factors. One is all the homes in the U.S. with hundreds of data points on those homes, all the consumers in the U.S. with hundreds of data points on those consumers, 
10 years of past and current weather. So we could literally uh, go do this digital door knocking right now on the wind and hail events. And then plus, uh, you know, tens of millions of leads that have flown through um, our system over the years, understanding what, what a good, you know, fiber cement uh, customer looks like versus maybe a vinyl or, or what a good uh, composite shingle would look like versus, uh, you know, an asphalt. So, you know, by already having that inside of our data warehouse, we're able to essentially, if you think of it, like pull like an API call out of, uh, and then what, what Victor showed there is really three things are happening. Well, one is you're putting up a digital billboard just to the homeowners and just the areas with just the type of event that you want. Number two is you're putting cover fire in front of any of your other marketing uh, endeavors. Should that be truck wraps, yard sign, traditional canvassers, uh, door hangers and, and such. And the third is you're creating contact. So you're actually digitally door knocking those folks. They're filling out forms. For example, what Victor showed, uh, the machine is programmatically or automatically uh, creating a Facebook, Instagram ad with the swath that you chose. So people are seeing themselves inside of that map and they're saying, hey, come see if your home uh, has been affected by the storm. In, the, in that case, uh, August the 10th, 2020. It actually has the ability for them to put in their address and present to them what would be like a weather fact. Uh, so like you'd have Carfax. Um, so you go in and, and if the homeowner puts their name and address, it's gonna return the 10 last potentially damaging extreme weather events at that address creating that sense of urgency for them to take the next steps. And so essentially we're able to allow contractors to open the hardest door and that's their own. When you go door knock, we're allowing them to do that uh, digitally. And, and uh, Jill, it's really amazing. And Art, it's amazing to think that in, in society today, there are now more Amazon Prime memberships than landlines. Oh, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, uh, our data science team, which Victor's a part of, uh, tells us that 69% of all homeowners, including the, the folks sub 30, are in that mix, uh, are on Facebook, for, for example. And we know of that 69%, around 74% of those folks open that every single day. So imagine being able to deliver a very timely targeted message to those folks and, and get behind the firewalls or, or over the moat, if you will, uh, behind the gates uh, to those folks and do it in an educational manner, talking about, hey, check to see if your home was damaged and then taking them down that, that path. So we, we've seen uh, success, especially over the past two years, but obviously uh, the current condition with the pandemic has just aided into uh, something that we've been tracking and seeing and planning for, for, for a number of years. Well, I would think that if um, with the pandemic, that more people are going to be on Facebook anyway. So if I'm a homeowner, for example, and I just got hit with hail yesterday and I open up Facebook, what do I see? I see an ad, I see uh, an, announce, some, an ad that will come up that tells me about what does it say? Like, I yeah. just got hit with hail. Fill out this form. Like, you know, um, your home. So first of all, you're going to see a picture of your neighborhood of that swath that we were just showing on the map. Okay. You'd be in the colors and said, your home is made affected by hail with my big title, Jim Senior Contract, whatever <laughs> on top of it. Click here now to get a uh, free estimate or something like that, where you connect you directly with uh, the, those potential homeowners. And I will say in the pandemic, what you'll notice is that a lot of people are at home, they're itchy, they want to do stuff, right? They're on Facebook. They're like, I want to get a new roof. And you know what? If you get baseball size hail, you're going to get a new roof, period. But if you just had a storm and the hail was only inch, inch and a quarter, you might not take any action. But if you open up Facebook and say the next day, and it's like, oh, wow, yeah, I remember that hail yesterday. Maybe I should have my roof checked out. If you don't have that sense of urgency sitting right in front of you, you're very likely not going to act if it's only inch or inch and a half hail. 
unless again, yeah, somebody's yeah, coming around right. knocking on your door, right? So you said something earlier, Dr. G. So you were saying that, you know, contractors don't always understand the different types of hail. Can you tell me what, what are the different types of hail and how, how, why is one more cause more damage? I'm sure there's probably a, a list of things that even if it's a softer piece of hail, it can yeah. still cause a lot of damage. We judge hail based on its in its kinetic energy at the end of the day, basically how hard it is to hit a surface. And hail can be really mushy and soft, kind of like a snow cone hitting the roof, or it can be like throwing a baseball um, at a roof, literally like a hard as a baseball. And the the densities of hail are really driven by either a wet growth regime inside the cloud or a dry growth regime. When you have a wet growth regime, there's a lot of kind of mushy ice that aggregates together and you get weird shapes. Sometimes they have kind of like um, little fangs on the hailstones almost, and they can do damage. They can cause jagged damage into the, into the roof, but it's the dry growth regimes, the ones that are really hard, high kinetic energy. And it doesn't take a big size to do that. You can actually get significant hail damage with half inch, three quarter inch hail, especially if it's wind driven, right? Uh -huh. At 70 or 80 miles per hour. And the angle of impact into the roof is very, what we call perpendicular orthogonal, right? If it's hitting it at a pretty oblique angle, it's very likely not to have damage. Again, this also depends on the the uh, shingle type, right? I mean, yeah. if you have if you have a really uh, tough you know shingle that's going to mitigate that, then that's one thing. But uh, you know, even that lower size threshold, high density hail when it's wind driven, uh, can cause damage. And that's what we really like about predictive sales AI. You can overlap uh, with weather, right? You can overlap the wind swath with the hail swath to see where that potential might exist. Well, there's so much to talk about when it comes to hail and extreme weather, because we're all experiencing it. And we're talking to contractors every day that are experiencing it as well. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate your time, Dr. G. It's been an honor to meet you and have you on our, our on video and our podcast show as well. However, uh, the listeners out there may be watching or listening. And we hope to have you back because there's this is going to be a conversation that needs to continue to happen. And thank you to uh, Predictive Sales AI for all you do as well to help these contractors figure it out and serve the homeowners. So again, thank you all for your time very much. If, uh, thank you so much for having us, yeah. And one last time, Dr. G, if anyone has any questions and they need to reach out to you, how can they do that? The best way to do is just come through our Predictive Sales AI, uh, our Spectrum team, and uh, we will uh, pass on that information uh, to your team so that you can post it either on the web or in your magazine or, or however. But we would love to sit down with any contractors that think that they could leverage this tool or just to, to talk with us in a conversation like we're having right now about mm -hmm. weather, uh, education about weather, how to leverage weather for their business. Uh, happy to showcase more of the platform to any interested users as well, too. So. Yeah, just please reach out to the Predictive Sales AI team powered by Spectrum, and uh, we'd love to have a conversation with you. Sounds great. Well, again, Dave Hauser, Chris Morris, Dr. G, thank you so much. If you need to reach us, please go to uh, roofingcontractor.com. You can check out our new web design. You can also reach us at wconline.com. And please, everyone stay safe and healthy, and we look forward to seeing you next time.